You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is episode 32 of The Owen 60 Podcast. We are back after a week break. The cottage was good. And yeah, a lot of stuff happened while I was gone and we were on break and Colin was ordering BioSteel and... What's <laughs> <laughs> up? I had to drop it. Uh, so a lot Watch of stuff was going on now. with us too. But uh, in terms of the OHL, uh, we, got a lot of t- we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, that includes the OHL's return to play protocol and the dates, of course, December 4th. Uh, we're also going to get playoff into... Playoff format too. Yeah, an odd playoff format, eh? Yeah, the first two rounds. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It doesn't make a difference anyways. Yeah. should just have to adapt, just like the NHL did with the 3 of 5 for the uh, play-in rounds. All you got to do is play. Yep. Simple. Just Don't play. blow a 3 nothing lead. That helps. Ooh, back-to-back, <laughs> though. Yeah, it's not, that's not just a trip to Toronto. That's a trip to Columbus as well. Yeah. Hey, shout-out to Liam Foodie. <laughs> Big goal by him. First oh. career NHL goal. And you know what? It was everyone, not nice whatsoever, yeah, but, but who cares? Anderson, that's a snipe. That is angle? it, though? Yeah, it is. He caught him. I guess. (laughs) It's like when someone steals on you in baseball and you have a blonde moment. It happens. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Ty Nelson, (laughs) uh, Panophemus as well, uh, visiting their... uh, Yep. That's cool. Yeah, they finally got there. The billboard was cool in uh, Niagara, the scoreboard. I mean... Yeah, that was... That was pretty cool. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll get into that a little bit. Of course, they were our last... Two guests here on the program. Uh, we'll also talk about the WHL. They're starting December 4th as of right now. But the QMJHL is still planning on going ahead in October. And, of course, they have a uh, smaller hurdle to climb because there are no teams coming in from the United States to play yeah, any of the uh, uh, Canadian clubs. And there is something that I saw on Twitter about the WHL that um, could work. So uh, we're going to get into that to start off the show. Uh, we're also going to be joined by a uh, friend of the show. He's back. <laughs> uh, Gavin Bryant. Talk about his uh, visit to Owen Sound. Yep. The jersey came in like a week after, too, like when we had him on the show. Yeah, the Owen 60 effect. effect. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Not a big deal. Um, we'll also get into the U17 uh, virtual camp uh, just to see what that experience was like and how it all uh, all went down. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll touch on some NHL playoffs. Of course, Nick Robertson, Thomas Harley, uh, Liam Foodie, all making – Foodie not making his NHL debut. Bo but, Horvat, the vet. Oh, yeah. In the mix. Well, wow, you're a big bow good. guy this week. So, oh, he know. looks good. No, the, had, the is, two bows. Yeah, 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 Bo Bichette. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm loving that right now. I I feel sorry for him because I feel like he'll be like a Dylan Larkin. How Larkin was last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, being some good player good on a crappy team. team. Yeah. yeah I, I'm Nate Pearson got lit up against Miami. <laughs> and I blame that on uh, Shulman and Buck Martinez. I blame that on them. They jinxed him. He's warming up, eh? He's warming up. And he's like, he faced Atlanta. He faced the defending World Series champion, Washington Nationals. Man, he didn't even pitch bad pitched, against Washington. Yeah, he didn't yeah, give up any runs. Thing. That's the thing. He pitched good. He pitched good. So now that he's facing the Miami Marlins, he should light them up. He should have a field day. It wasn't a field day. 
Had to get the yeah. bullpen going in the first inning. That's well, not fun when you're starting pitching to, and you see the bullpen start to warm up. That means you're yeah. already looking at the dugout. That means you're going to be in for a long day. Yep. Yeah, so uh, we might touch on a little baseball because baseball is Yeah, Tigers awesome. had a rough one there, too. Yeah, they won five in a row, and now I they've know. lost three in a row. So Yeah, it's going to happen. Pretty rough. Bring Torkelson up. Still in third Bring place. Bring Torkelson up. Bring Mize up. Bring Manning Freaking up. Freaking Nova. Bring Manning Awful. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bring everyone up. Anyone under the age of 23 right? in the Detroit Tiger system, bring them up. Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, all right. Time to kick Coffee. off the show. Uh, <laughs> um, the OHL had announced that uh, its return to play will begin December 1st, 2020. Of course, subject to ensuring that the players, fans, staff, and community are able to play and attend games safely. So... Sounds like they will play with fans, and they won't play if there are no fans. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not going to be able to operate. We we discussed that already a few shows back about teams aren't going to be able to afford. The teams that break even every year, which is a lot of teams in the OHL, Yeah, they're not going to be able to afford to rent those arenas out for nothing. You're not going to be able to. So that's a big thing that sticks out to me within those. Yeah. Well, you look at the biggest expense. Well, I've been thinking about that. What are the biggest expenses that OHL clubs go through um, every year? And, of course, arena rental is one of them travel. because there's a few That's another um, thing cities that do own their arenas. Yeah, travel. The border, too. The border is a big issue, yep. too, because if the border is not open, there's going to be no season. You can say whatever, People can say whatever they want about playing in Leamington, playing in Brantford. Yeah. It's hard to find billets. It's, fi- it's hard to find good billets, too. Yeah. I mean... It takes a lot of it takes a lot of work to find billets for your team. Yeah, there's a whole like screening process. I think you have to go through a police check, like a background check, like stuff like that. Um, I think you have to provide a police check, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you do. Um, I like these billets do get money from the team, like a certain amount of money, whether it's just up front or every month, to help support these players and. But the money can only do so much. You have to have people who can create like a family environment. And I know that's a little tough for the players to get adjusted to because, you know, they're used to their own family. And the family that's bringing them in isn't used to having uh, one or two players in their house and, you know, providing more food. And, um, you know, their electricity bills go up, heating bills go up. You know, you have to use a lot more water. It's not easy. It really isn't. No, that's why you can't. Honestly, you can't go out and find... that. That's why it might be tough to play in a place like Leamington or not, Strathroy. Yeah, or, Chatham. Yeah. You're not, not going to be... It's a able, small town. You're not going to be allowed to do that. It's not. And, it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. You can't... Like, I mean, I got a couple of comments on Twitter, uh, my one post about that return to play, saying that it's not... It's harder to go just say you're going to play in a Canadian town or city. Yep. Over it playing in your hometown, but, like, you can't. You can't just leave. when They're not going to be able to get there anyways. Not a chance. Only if it's here. Yeah. Yeah, well, and what are you going to do if you're the team? You can't put players up in hotels or apartments. Yeah. Can you? No, you you're can't not putting a 16 year old. You're not putting two 16-year-olds in an apartment together. Yeah. You're not doing that. Or hotel. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's a lot of money, I've been too. in a hotel room Hotels with is a lot of money, and, too. That's another thing, too. Yeah. You can't stay in a hotel all year. That's the only, the only the thing. Games, if the dude. league has a deal or something where the league can help chip in with teams. Sponsorship, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. They might uh, they might lay off some uh, sponsorship money yeah. from well, a hotel. 
What hotel? Isn't there a hotel that sponsors? I think so. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. I have to look at the website. But, yeah. yeah. I think there's one in particular in Sault Ste. Marie. They have a hotel sponsoring them um, with either, like, something during their games or, like, a preview or something. I do remember. I yeah, can't remember the name of it. Yeah, a lot of teams have that. Yeah. Um, but for the teams that are already established in their cities – don't have to worry about that hotel or apartment thing yeah. or finding bill. It's, it's only Flint, if, Erie, and Saginaw. Yeah, if they come over, if they have to play that way. I They won't, though. I don't think they can. That's why it's December 1st. Well, there's been... For training Erie, camps anyways. longer, right? Training camp's longer than usual. Yeah. yeah. One, the draft. Yep. You knew it was going to be after the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, Had two, to be. Two, the border. The border is now delayed till September 21st. Yeah. So that's another big question, too. Yeah. Um well I've it's a couple of people that I still am in contact with in the Niagara area and uh uh one of them had mentioned to me I think this was two, three weeks ago, I think, that uh I guess Erie and I'm not sure if they've contacted Niagara yet or whether they've had any contact with the Niagara region, the city of St. Catharines or even the province of Ontario, but uh that the ice dogs and otters would share the Meridian Center. Really? Yeah, but if you're in Niagara, do you like that though? Just because of like all the like the equipment staff, you got the dressing rooms there. Do you like that? I don't know. Would, would the CBL team have an issue with that? Well, too? no, the they, won't, room, they right? won't be playing. Their season yeah, just that's true. right. Yeah, that's true. That, that tournament just ended. ended three week tournament. Last I think it was two. Yeah, tournament? last week it ended. Yeah, last weekend it ended. I think. Um, yeah, in terms of. Uh, that place being occupied by sports or concerts or whatever. And, hey, there was a concert that just took place in England, and they gave you, like, um, a deck. I can't remember how big it was, but they gave you a deck. They were six feet apart, and you could only have five or six people on that deck. deck. And you had to have – they had to be part of your social bubble yeah, to be at, like, on that deck, or else they'd have to go buy their own. And these decks are a 1000 bucks each. I think the big thing is Ontario isn't – they're not going to rush this process. You can't and rush you can't, it. You can't. Yeah, you can't. With all the uh, political crap that's going on yeah, with schools. Yeah, you can't rush it. And, you can't. Um, whether parents send them back. Like, do you I think don't... the parents would bring their kids to a hockey game if, if they wouldn't not send them to school. school? If they're not going to school, they're not going to a hockey yeah. game. Yeah. It's all ways away yet from that. That's why For October, sure, yeah. October, this October is December, like December, December 1st, right? December is a long time away yet. Yeah. It's good. I like that. December, you still got some optimism. If it doesn't start in December... Then you got to go New Year and cut it to 45 games. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't. Right now, it's like June, right? The Memorial Cup is between Oshawa or Sault Ste. Marie. Which yeah, I, the. Uh, so, yeah, 64 game schedule, 16 team playoff format. Uh, uh, regular season scheduled to end on Thursday, April 29th. Yep. And the 102nd Memorial Cup, whether it's in Oshawa or, uh, or Sault Ste. Marie, will be played June 27th or June 17th to June 27th. And the first. Two rounds are three out of five, or five out of, is it three out of five? First two rounds are three out of five, Yes, right? I'm pretty sure they yeah, are. Yeah, three out of five. Um, it doesn't say that in here, in this article, but I'm pretty I sure. think I've heard a few or seen a few tweets out there yeah, saying Yeah, three out of five. Um, yeah, it would be that, because you'd have to, because this mean, would, it'd go into July. Yeah, that the would be The Cup would be in July. And training camp the year after, right? Whatever team goes to Memorial yeah, Cup is that's going a to be month gas. Off. Yeah, and you got to think about the NHL too, right? You don't want your league to be running during the NHL draft. Yeah, because the, Cause the, the combine, NHL draft right? would probably be the twenty sixth, twenty seventh of uh, yeah next of June. year. Next year, you hope it goes back to normal for them. Yeah, and then 
Yeah, then hopefully this late yeah. September yeah, starts. Yeah, because you think you, you can't think, you know, a month off and then have training camp in the end of August. Yeah. That's why June. Well, and do you think these OHL or I guess CHL clubs um, will want to have their players leave and go for NHL combines and go for all these NHL testing things during a playoff run? No, no, no they wouldn't especially like that. The teams, but I'm sure the players the teams would be spent like, a lot. hey, this is for the NHL. Like, I kind of want or have to go to this. So, so at the deadline, at the deadline this season, do you see a lot of deadline moves then? I personally, it's, there's more caution. Depends what the draft so, uh, is. Yeah, so say there's like maybe four definite teams yeah. who just go out and spend, 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 and everyone else realizes, hey, and short well, season, it's like We know what we games, got. They like, might make one move, trade two yeah, picks. Where they make, oh, like we'll go for a second round exit You might or see a lot and, of Key and Sopa trades. You might see a lot of that. Yeah. Couple picks, get a good depth forward. Hopefully that puts you over the top. You might see a lot of that. But like from like three to six in the top six forwards, mm-hmm. guys get traded. I think it's a big gamble when you trade top three then if the NHL draft or combines like that. Because so, Do you think they'd open up first go. round picks to be traded this year? No. No? No. You might... Yeah, no. Yeah, you won't. Last year would have been nice, though. Last year would have been nice. Niagara Ice Dogs with Tomasino trade. Yeah. That would have been nice. But no, you won't. No. I don't think so. Just the don't want the Q situation, I guess. That'd be pretty bad, eh? Yeah, like three <laughs> picks in the top five. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not good, then if you're not good two years after that, like uh, like yeah. winning the championship, you're a bad drafting team. <laughs> you're almost like Kyle Dubas. Oh, did I just say that? Someone had to. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the QMJHL, we'll get to them uh, right now. We'll chat about the dub um, in a couple of minutes. But the QMJHL released its uh, return to play plans this past week, and they are looking at an October 1st um, start for their season. And I'm just scrolling through it, and this is um, which they can. This is following a lot of meetings with the uh, provincial governments and public health agencies. Yeah, so they going fans. I believe they are, right? Because if they're going to start... Again, it's it's like the OHL. You have to. You have yeah. to go fans. It's not like... It's not professional hockey. It's junior. That's like... They don't have the money that they can spend like the NHL teams. That's what everyone yeah. goes, oh, they're going to play either way. No, they're not. Yeah, the league has been, uh, has been in talks uh, with government officials and, like I said, public health agencies of all of the provinces, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, uh, PEI... And uh, and Quebec, and they're gonna have a plan set, uh, of course, by October first, probably before that. But uh, they say in order to begin this season on October first with training camps and return to school deadlines coming up at the end of August, the league had to decide on whether or not to start the season. Of course. The league's mission is to develop players both academically and athletically while providing the safest possible environment. In view of the urgency of the situation and in line with our mission, the members voted in favor of returning to play on October 1st. Hmm. And will be played, wait for it, behind closed doors. Really? I just read that far down. Hmm. Okay, so. Well, then. No fans as it goes silent. So, 
They must have the, so there's there's got to be, be an agreement funds. coming between the league and its teams or the le- or the teams and their cities where they're getting outside support. money will come. They're in. getting support, yeah. Because yeah. that's that's I I just thought about that now with the OHL. The only way they could play is if the city coughs them up. Yeah, the city or the government. Yeah, but the provincial government, I don't think they would. CFL never got it from the federal. <sighs> yeah, no, it's. That CFL thing and uh, Martian Mello on the TSN eleven fifty morning show are they don't seem too hopeful that the CFL will get any help from the government just the way it's gone and just mm-hmm. how the whole situation has unfolded well, and no, the amount it, of money and yeah, the interest. And, out. Yeah. Yeah. So and the Q and the O are again. We're in a different situation than the WHL is, but I'll get into that a little bit later on. Yeah, but, but they're similar to us, um, just more travel. Yeah, that's the only thing. They got is, a lot more travel. If you play for the Brandon Wheat Kings and you are on a road trip to take on the Portland Winterhawks, Seattle, I mapped it out. It's twenty four hours without stops in a car, not a bus, mm-hmm. in a car. It's long. to get from Brandon to Portland. Yeah, that's a long trip. And you go like Seattle too, right? Yep. Like you, Seattle's yeah, in there. Tri City. Spokane. Yep. Spokane. Then you probably come back through Vancouver. Vancouver, Victoria, uh, Kamloops, Kelowna. Yep. Wow. And Calgary. Yeah, Edmonton. So, then you play Calgary, Edmonton. Probably normal. No. You play Calgary, Edmonton, normal. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be that'd be one trip. Because now Winnipeg. Has that, a team. That's just that's like nice. the West teams. Cutie. Brandon and Winnipeg are the only teams in the in uh, Manitoba. That's one trip. Yeah, and I think they're two hours apart, maybe hour that's and a half, two hours. Trip. That's something night. like that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean the closest one here, Kitchener Guelph. What's that? Twenty minutes. Twenty yeah, minutes. minutes. Yeah, just meet everybody at the game. Hamilton Niagara, thirty thirty five. Yeah, that's on nice because the, the teams warm. The teams warm up at their home arena. Yeah, because like Hamilton, they weren't. They only got to Niagara like what was it? Hour and a half, hour before the game. Yeah, it was. They've done that multiple times. An hour at least. Yeah. yeah. The only thing about Hamilton, and Niagara's great. The arena's right off the highway. It works perfectly for yeah, visiting quick. teams. Whereas you got Hamilton and London. The arena's not even close to the highway. You're driving downtown. Yeah. Yeah, London's probably further than Hamilton, too. I think, to be honest, I think London's a lot easier to get to because Hamilton, there's a Take lot Hamilton of one-way Road. streets. Take Hamilton Road. That's under construction now, though. Oh, jeez. That uh-oh. detour. Uh-oh. Yeah, I got the detour out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Hamilton, it's one way streets a lot downtown. So yeah. it's a lot di- more difficult to get there. Yeah, than that's most true. Plus, cities. in the winter, you got to go down the mountain. Yeah. London's tough to drive it in the winter. Yeah, that's but it's the only not thing like about Niagara. They mountain. don't have to drive down or up mountains or anything. Yeah, but it still blows pretty good there in the snow belt. Yeah. Well, yeah, right, right coming off the lake. Yeah, but then once you get out of St. Catharines, like, get out to like Grimsby area, then it like clears up. Yeah. Every time you get closer to Hamilton, depends though. That, yeah, that doesn't happen every time. Even Brantford. Yeah. So, um, all right, and then quickly we'll get to uh, the WHL and what they are, what they are thinking in terms of them returning uh, December fourth or beginning of December around there is what they're planning as well. And of course, they're uh, with the OHL. They've got American teams, except they've got five, not three. And uh, there were a couple of tweets going out from a few media members out uh, out on the West Coast saying that it would be at the beginning of December with divisional play. So yeah. the American teams would play each other. And then it'd be Regina, Saskatoon, Brandon, Winnipeg. Can you imagine? Um, Prince Albert, like Saskatchewan and Manitoba teams. Yeah. And then I think you'd have Alberta teams and then BC teams. Can you imagine, though, playing the same team like six times in the first, like, month and a half 
Yeah, that wouldn't be, uh, that'd be so that rough. That would be fun. Yeah, with the three fight rule. Yeah, yeah right? So I know, right? <laughs> I didn't even like, think of that. Yeah, that'd be so tough. Um, yeah, I'll just run through the divisions quickly. So in the WHL, you've got the U.S. division, uh, which, hmm, if you infer by that, it's got all the American teams. So Portland, Everett. I forgot Everett was in there. I keep forgetting about yeah. them. Silver uh, tips. <laughs> That's a cool name. Everett Silver Tips. That's a cool Solid. Name. Yeah, oh, yeah. All team name bracket. <laughs> we got to do that. Let's CHL. Yeah, CHL. yeah it's got to be CHL wide for sure. Valdor is cool. <laughs> Um, they've got Spokane, Seattle, and uh, and the Tri-City Americans. The BC division has five teams as well. They've got the Kamloops Blazers, Victoria Royals, Vancouver Giants, Kelowna Rockets, and Prince George Cougars. The Central division has six teams, and they include the Edmonton Oil Kings, Medicine Hat Tigers, uh, the Lethbridge Hurricanes, Calgary Hitmen. Another great name. Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, that's a cool one. Oil <laughs> Kings too, though. Yeah, I like that. Oil Kings too. Let's play at Rogers Place. That's sick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Saddle Dome too. Yeah, but it's old. I know, but you're still playing in the NHL arena. That's true. Jake Neighbors, maybe a future Detroit Red Wing. Yeah. Right? I mean. Uh, the Red Deer Rebels and uh, the Swift Current Broncos. And then you've got the East Division. So the four divisions in the WHL. This one's got six as well. The uh, Prince Albert Raiders, Winnipeg Ice, Brandon Wheat Kings, Saskatoon Blades, Regina Pats, and the Moose Jaw Warriors. Another good one. Man, looking at this. That's not bad, I'm just I'm just going to make this point quickly. Send that to me. What? The list. Send an email. I want to read that. <laughs> okay. I will. <laughs> I was thinking, though, eh? For the OHL, you can go sag. Like how you said about Erie playing in Niagara. Yep. Sarnia would be good to share. They got the college. It's the online. Dorms. Most of it's online. Yep. That's another good one. Windsor. The only the maybe only pro- Flint, maybe Flint plays in Windsor. Saginaw plays in Yeah. Uh Sarnia. But then Sue. That's such a long trip. We discovered that nine hours yeah. to here. Well, my mom had to make uh, make a long trip. She went from Brantford, Ontario to Marathon, Ontario, which is Ooh. An hour or two south of Thunder Bay, and it they left at 6 a.m. and got there around 7.30 or 8 p.m. Wow. Because they couldn't go through the States, or else they would have gotten there around maybe like 4.30 That's why five, when we said that a couple like weeks that. ago, eh? remember when we said that a couple weeks ago about Sue? Yeah. You can't, they'd have to move, yeah. because there's no way they could play up there and drive through. That's half their trip. Flint yep. to Sioux isn't that far of a trip. Saginaw to Sioux is it's far, like, but it's not that far. Yeah. for those two teams to go yep. to Sioux. So I mean, they'd have to move. Yeah, well, and that again, that that brings the discussion back to the WHL Division because change. if you're playing just six, well, I guess five other teams for the Central and the East Division, whereas the BC and US Division is, uh, uh, you'd be playing four other teams. But that's where you could only do two games a weekend. Yeah, because you play two of your division rivals one weekend, the next two the next weekend, and then oh, it's been two weeks since we've seen them. You know, it won't be as bad as if oh, you're playing them every mm-hmm. single weekend, right? Yeah, for sure. And that makes it again a lot easier on travel and um, spending a lot less money, especially if you're the that's the um, big thing Winnipeg Ice not having to travel to Portland or Seattle. That's the big thing. You can't spend the money like that. You're yeah. not making the money. So that's the tough part. Yeah, and the WHL hasn't uh, officially put out a statement about hard. when they'll start. Yeah. So we you don't can't really, really know. That's yeah. like here, too. That's like here, too. Yeah. No, it's a date just to look forward to. Yeah. That doesn't mean. 
Yeah, like none of this is decided. Like this divisional thing, this is just what I saw on you just Twitter. Hope. Knock on wood. You yeah. just hope. Yeah. So hopefully, um, I mean, you miss it, right? Yeah, especially junior hockey's big out west. You kind of overthink it here in Ontario and um, possibly even out east. Even out east is still pretty big because there's oh, no yeah, NHL Halifax clubs, the market. Right? Yeah, yeah, Halifax. Whereas here in Ontario, even we don't... Acadia Bathurst, that was cool, and they won the Mem Cup. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Smallest community in the CHL. Yeah, and they win the Mem Cup. Yeah, that was That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so... In Ontario, we're we're used to oh the Leafs are Ontario's team. That's all we yeah, care about are the past, Leafs, and it's like yeah, but you go no, past Hamilton. Yeah, but you go past Hamilton or you go past Oshawa, even Barrie, Oshawa. Those are markets. Peterborough. Yeah, I mean Ottawa's a good market. Like they're all Leaf fans, Ottawa, but they Ottawa, go to the junior games. They care. Ottawa though the sixty sevens play more in Ottawa. They play downtown. Yeah, not in Canada. Yeah, There's exactly. Out of it. Yeah. Well, and the relationship that the owner's creating with the city, it's kind of easy I mean, to root for the 67s other than the Senators. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, you go to Niagara on a Thursday night for a home game. It doesn't matter if the Sabres or Leafs are playing on that Thursday night. Yep. It's a nice dog's town. Yep. You go to London on a Friday night, it's a night's town. Yep. Go to Windsor on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday night, Thursday yeah. night. Wings are playing or the Leafs are playing? Friday night Kitchener Rangers Flyers. game. Yeah, it's Kitchener. It's a Rangers pretty, town. Pretty sure the Kitchener Rangers, Owen I want to say five. They have five locations where you can park and like eat before or whatever. And then there's a bus that'll take you to the Kitchener? game. Yeah, they'll yeah, take you five. to the game and then they'll take there's you back. There's five. I saw that last year yeah. when we did the featured game. I saw yeah. that. That was cool. So, you know, that's your argument where, no, like these towns do care. And it's not just, oh, we root for the Leafs. No. Yeah, Friday night. Shout out to Bob McKenzie for actually acknowledging a CHL yeah. team. He is a he's a Kitchener Rangers fan. You yeah, know, he's a little biased with a it's... family member being the head coach and general manager. But you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he might this um, year's uh, featured game. Yeah, that's what um, I, I was listening to tweet, Overdrive on Friday. Watch us bring up, watch him uh, bring up our tweet. Yeah, there when we were tweeting about it going on vacation. Bobby Margarita. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. I was listening to Overdrive, and they had Bob McKenzie on for the last time on Leafs Lunch, and Craig Button was co-hosting with uh, Kristen Shilton, and uh, or Kristen Shilton, Andy Petrillo, sorry. Um, and they were talking with Bob McKenzie, and Craig's like, don't worry, Bob, we'll get the Rangers in shape. We'll scalp for them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could. He'll be around the odd a lot, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. You'll see him a lot. Probably every home game will be there. Yeah, because he said that he's going to be a part of World Juniors, uh, free agent frenzy, trade deadline, and there was one more. I can't remember what it is. But maybe draft. Oh, the draft. Probably the draft. Yeah. So like four or five Ty, events. Because Ty Domi was around London every home game that Max played. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll probably be there for every home game. Yeah, I Kitchener. can see that. He'll do this. I've seen him at a few kitchen. No, he's up in the games. corner, right? Yeah. Always up in the corner. Yeah. Yep. As you're yeah. just giving away his location. Yeah. I mean, oh well. <laughs> get downed now. Oh, and 60 guys said you're here. Uh oh. <laughs> He'll be back on vacation. Yeah. Um, but he, he, I want to just say this as we wrap up the segment. Uh, if anyone wants to listen to that uh, Bob McKenzie interview on Leafs Lunch, uh, I think it's on tsn1050.ca. And anyone that, kind of like us, we're starting to get into the industry, you know, we're trying to work our way up and everything, he gives a lot of great insight on how to not be. 
um, a snitch or how to not like how to be a true insider and like a real reporter where you're yeah, not, not just screwing over behind, people and not just hiding behind an account. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Be proud of your name. Show your name off. Yeah. Be and yourself. he said, if you screw you. up, own it. Yeah. Own it. Don't yeah. hide on Twitter. Um, that bugs me the most on Twitter. Yeah. If you don't expose your name, like if you don't say who you are, you're not, you're nothing. Yeah. You're nothing. Yeah, so again, tsn1050.ca, if you want to listen to that. Great insight on anyone who wants to get into the um, field of journalism, broadcasting, uh, media, I guess. It doesn't matter what sport, to be honest. He gave a lot of points on things that you can carry over, say, if you cover basketball or baseball or, you know, football. Yeah. So um, that was a great interview um, by Bob McKenzie on Leafs Lunch. But here on the Own 60 podcast, we're getting ready for our Big guest one. this week. We get week. to talk about the trip, the first trip. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm excited about. I mean, get to find out finally. We know he was pumped to get his jersey. Yeah. We get, we finally, we finally get to hear the voice of Gavin Bryan. <laughs> Plus, we're probably going to ask him about. Uh, He's a big Leaf fan. Yep. I mean, he went live after the first uh, he did. game on Instagram. He did. I mean, we, we might have to play Ruffle a recap a few for feathers. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, maybe I mean, uh, maybe get some insight on to on his golf game. Yeah, we might, might be uh, heading out match, on the course uh, with him. Yep. So the tour, the tour, the Ingersoll tour. This? Yeah, but what should we call this? Like any know. person, any guy that's came on our show, like any player, radio guy, anyone that wants to come on our, and challenge us to a golf matchup or just go out golfing around. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Just putting it out there, this weekend I went golfing with my buddy at the cottage, and uh, oh, first oh. time I ever uh, shot a 90 anywhere else. It's been above 90 or 100, but shot a 90, and I'm proud, so I'm on a hot Let's streak. Let's go. So Let's you better, go. You know, watch out. Watch out, Gavin. We're coming. <laughs> All right, after the break, Gavin Bryant here on the Owen 60 Podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 Pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Not hearing much of that anymore. Oh, boom, roasted. Uh oh. 3-0 and nope. Yeah. Even though it went the other way. Next game, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. It's still fun to chirp. Game five. Anyways. Wasn't a bad series. Just could have been better. Whatever. Uh, anyways, all right, that leads us into uh, into our guest for this week's show. Uh, we're going to discuss everything from the U-17 camp to uh, his first visit to yeah. the Bayshore to the Jersey. a little bit the of Owen Leafs and the NHL. Effect. And, the Owen 60 effect. Yeah, it really was. Uh, Gavin oh, sure. Bryant uh, joins us on the line right now. Gavin, how are you? I'm good, guys. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. Uh, hockey's back i guess but not ohl hockey even we though there's a, a plan we have a date yeah it's a nice training camp date yeah have you uh set that in your calendar and uh you know all pumped to go for december uh december 1st no yeah 100 percent. you know like um it's it's just it's good there's a date right it's good that the ohl has come out and given some notice to the players staff and everything and obviously 
the players are just licking their chops right now. They're so excited for it, and especially me as well, because it's always been a dream of mine. And it's for sure on my calendar and my parents and my family and friends' calendar for sure. Yeah, you always have a plan as a player during your off season of what you want to get accomplished and you know in what time frame you want to get it accomplished. But now that there's a start date, are you and I know you've been training throughout this entire thing, keeping your body in shape, uh, but are you now able to start the program that may have started uh, back when the season for your minor midget team would have ended and you getting ready for an OHL season come the uh, third, fourth week of September? Um, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, with this with this virus coming, there was tons, tons of questions in the air, right? You didn't know whether you should go hard for training right now or go hard for skating right now because it's all money too, right? And I think with this date coming out that you kind of get the idea, okay, you know when to make that push in the final, like, training and skating, like, getting ready for the season start. And you, like, it's good It's good that date's out there for sure because I think you can start pushing yourself even now, like, even though you've been pushing yourself all summer, maybe a little break in there to refuel yourself and then going right back at it, getting ready for that end of October, November report will be really good for sure. Yeah, that'd be nice, eh? That to get ready to ramp it up for the training camp as well, like, for sure, middle of sure, October. Yeah. You actually got a timeline now. That's nice. You don't just have to work out every day, not know knowing when you're going to play, right? The big thing was the questions, right? So many questions in the air, and I think a lot of those questions were answered this past couple weeks, and it's really good for sure. Yeah, so the week, or second week after we had you on the show, you got your jersey, and how cool was that? Getting 13, Pavel Datsuk on the back, of your, getting your last name on the back of your first OHL jersey. How cool was that? It was cool. It was so cool. I came home. I was working that day. I came home, and my dad and my sister were kind of sitting on the porch with a little grin on their face. Because they knew. <laughs> I, I, they knew. They, they had a good idea, and I came home. The package was right there. I opened it up, and, oh, it was so beautiful to see. Such a such a beautiful sight. The uh, the black the black Owen Sound jersey and the hat. It was it was so good. And I threw it on, threw the hat on, and I looked up at my parents, tears, all tears in their eyes. And that's pretty oh, cool. It was, eh? really, it was a special moment for sure. Yeah, that's and it cool. had it had it had twenty on the back because of the um, yeah, the year the year. Yeah, but, which was but the jersey and the hat was just it was such a it was such a cool moment for me and my family for sure. So breaking news for anyone that doesn't know this yet, you're wearing 13. Yes. <laughs> you're wearing 13. Pavel Datsuk? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what? No, you know what? I'm going to oh, – Every goal I'm you score. His, I'm going to respect his game 100%, but it's, for, it's for, my, for my favorite player of all time, Matt Sundin. Yeah. Go respect guys, that. I don't, know yeah. you guys, I don't know if you guys like him much, but – yeah, I mean, he never beat us in any playoffs or nothing, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> not a big deal. <laughs> no, I respect him. He's a good player. He's in the Hall of Fame. Like, you know, Hall of Famers, you kind of have to respect them no matter what team they're on, right? Do the Don Cherry. He's no Nick Lindstrom. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. You know, he's no Bobby Orr, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to respect him. Yeah, you I just need the them. suit. I just can't afford those. Next those week. Are... Is that in it yet? No, he should be though. No, he hasn't retired. He's coming. Yeah, he's still in Russia playing. Is he still yeah, in? It's a hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, he just signed. Wow. Forty-five think, now, is, is right? It, does Arizona still have his rights? No, no, that expired the year after. He, he only had one yeah. year left. 
Because the Wings were going to sign him back last year. That was a rumor. He's still flying, man. Just coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, pretty, was, he was good. Pretty sure he'll be the captain again for Russia's Olympic team or <laughs> athletes from Russia, whichever way they decide yeah. to go. Depends <laughs> if NHLers go. Yeah. Well, that's going to be the guy. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah. So uh, how was it your first trip to Owen Sound and uh, your thoughts on the Bay Shore? It was amazing. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved it. Pulling in, you see the Owen Sound sign, and you kind of get little little chills coming, and it was it was cool for sure. And, yeah, we pulled up pulled up to the Bay Shore. It's a it looked um, it looked small on the outside, like obviously a beautiful rink, but it looked small on the outside, and, and I guess it it does sink down a bit, right? So yeah. it's obviously a lot bigger on the inside, but oh, it just looked just looked amazing from the outside. And the uh, the equipment guy Andy Brown was telling stories about the rink, like for when the one he told me was so there's I don't know what they it's the Georgian Bay I think right beside the rink, you know that body of lake right beside it. Mm-hmm. I think that's Lake Huron. Or, yeah, Lake Pretty Toronto. sure, yeah. Yeah, Dude, like that. But anyways, he's telling us he's telling us that they get the away team to unpack their stuff right on the other side of the rink there. Yeah. Right by the lake. Because I got a story. Like, oh, that's that's rubbing it in for sure. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cold in oh, the winter. Yeah, because yeah, we're on the because apparently like Owen Town they unpack and stuff like right right on the side, like farthest away, like so the building's like far away from the rink and then um yeah, it's yeah, the away team. The away team unpacked over there. So that was a pretty cool story. But I no, get, anyways, it was good, though. It was good. It was a cool experience. It was definitely... It's it very good. fast it there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The puck moves fast there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure... So that's all I've gotten told. Like, it's good. I'm pretty sure they parked the uh, the Chichimon there, too. Just well, in the... Not, not in the, like, per se, right next to the arena. But, like, I'm pretty sure that's where they park it. And no one sounds through about, the winter. They dock it there. and I, I don't think I've ever told Gavin this. So, when I was listening to the Knights game a couple of years ago, uh, Mike Stubbs, he mentioned yeah. a story that, so London pulled up in the playoffs two years ago. This couple got engaged in front of their bus along Lake here out there. They really? pull up and there's this guy. Yeah, they, they got engaged in front of the bus. As the Knights are pulling up, and the Knights bus is in the background, like when they're in awesome. engagement pictures. Did they have Knights jerseys that's on, cool. or I don't know? But that's all that. And when they pull it up in Erie, they got the hot dogs thrown at the bus. Those are two. Oh. <laughs> that one was pretty good, dude. The sweet Caroline. Oh, it was cool though. It's a, yeah, it's just a it's a beautiful town. You can tell already, which is good. It's not too big, like yeah, right? not a big adjustment, eh? It's yeah, thirteen thousand in Ingersoll, and I think it's twenty. 20,000, a bit more maybe in Owen Towns. And, that's not bad. No, that's, no, it's good. Well, what's Tilsonburg? Tilsonburg's got to be close to that. Tilson, yeah. They're, that's like 18? Are they kind of in the middle of that, yeah. Yeah, so that's kinda nice. In the middle of Ingersoll and Owen Sound, yeah. It's nice. What's, what's uh, yeah, it's, yeah, that's nice. You're going into a place that you already kind of know, right? It's an easy adjustment. Yeah. It's different than going to the city. Like, if you're going to, like, Hamilton or somewhere with a bigger city, it's harder. For sure. For yeah, sure. that's no, nice. All I've, all I've gotten told is, like, that everyone knows you in that town, which is awesome. And the fans are crazy, which is small town vibe, which is great for me and a community, right? The community is a big thing for me. And yeah, you're a big community guy. I love the community. Well, you got part Delhi in you, right? So that's another big thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be with the community there. No, but I love it though. It's awesome. I also saw in your Instagram story when you uh, brought your equipment home, uh, you know, few family members were there. They were trying on the gear and the helmets. Mm-hmm. Just what? Hi, Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen that. Uh, Great oh, yeah, picture. That was, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, 
Yeah, funny story too. Um, my grandma, she was, I think I told you guys this one, but she was, um, when I was up in Peterborough for a tournament this past year, so all my family, I had a bunch of family there, so I had family up there. So they were all out in the cold part watching the game. My grandma stayed in the warm part, and she watched the whole game with the head scout from Owen Sound, Dave McNamara. <laughs> That's cool. She watched the whole game, had a great conversation with him, watched the whole game, like, and everything. And then on draft day, um, I got I told a call you that? from him. Yeah, I got a call from him, and he said, say hi to your grandma for me. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and that one day, I, I think I sent him the picture, and he, he loved it. So That's unreal. Oh, that was, that was iron, ironic for sure. But, no, that picture, yeah, uh, my, uh, my grandpa was definitely happy there, and obviously my dad, too, and the rest of my family, for sure. Yeah, that's nice to take care of you guys, really get up there. Oh, it's, it's unreal. It's unreal how they do it. It's awesome. With Gavin Bryant of the uh, Owen Sound Attack, I uh, kind of want to talk about the uh, U-17 virtual camp and just your experience there. And What was your biggest takeaway from that? And obviously, uh, if COVID wasn't going on, you would have been playing hockey. You would have gone to the camp and tried to make the team. But uh, in terms of uh, what you were able to do and with the virtual camp and over Zoom or whatever video conference thing, it was over. Just what was the biggest takeaway for you from that? No, it was it was just such a good week that they put together. Like, obviously, with it being online, you kind of – and you're already – like, I think all the players are already bummed out because we couldn't go to Alberta for that camp, right? But I think um, going into it, I, I had some mixed emotions on it. I didn't know what it was going to be like. But Hockey Canada did an amazing job with it. Like, so the first hour they would – they would teach you something like Hockey Canada. I think the one day, one day it would be social media training. One day it would be cool. mental preparation and stuff like that. And they'd teach you that for the first hour. And then you split up into your teams. Like they made like six teams or whatever, or three teams split them up into six. And just the relationships that you built with those players that you, you kind of, you knew, but you didn't really know like real, real close. And I think the relationships that you built, like in those conference calls were amazing. And I think it would have been the same in Alberta, but to do it online was just even better. And I think that all goes to Hockey Canada and the week that they put together to get us communicating with each other and more engaged in it. But I think, yeah, the biggest takeaway from it was, I think just looking at the mental side of the game, they taught it so well. And I think all the players caught onto it so well that I think that part of the game was good. But overall, the whole week was just an amazing week and they did such a good job with it. Yeah, which is important, the mental part. It's probably more important mental than physical to be honest and i mean oh. it's nice as well the social media because there's so many guys in the league that are going to post dumb stuff on social media and it's yeah. nice to know the rights and wrongs from a professional hockey canada standpoint that's all it's it's nice. nice yeah it's nice to know that they're picking on to it too like that they're teaching it and kind of yeah like obviously your parents your parents will have a big part in it but set the standard yeah, getting an extra something from it, from something like Hockey Canada is amazing, right? Yeah, for so. sure. That's nice. Yeah, it's good. It was a great, great week. Great week. Yeah, looking at the list of the amount of players that uh, that attended this, uh, in, in terms of the OHL, first overall pick, Ty Nelson. You got Panofemis from, uh, from the Ice Dogs, Adam Fantilli. Uh, who was drafted late first round by Saginaw. And, you know, you go there and learn from professionals, and, you know, they're the ones that are there to teach you about every aspect of the game. As you mentioned, social media, the mental aspect, of course, um, some training tips, I'm sure, as well. But in terms of the players that were there, was there any one player that you, and I know it might have been tough to connect with players because you were talking over the computer or on your phone or or whatever, but was there one player where you kind of connected with and, you know, you taught, 
taught him something and you learned something from him that you didn't know? Like, was there one player um, in that camp for you? Um, yeah, you know what? Like, there was, I think, every player. So I was on Team Team Red. I, they put me on and they That's cool. made it made me on Team Green as well. So they made it more specific there. And I think, like, that whole group. And obviously, I think with um, uh, Cedric, Cedric Rendon being there, the uh, first-round pick for the attack, him being on the same team as me, like we had already connected before that. And I think we were just nice and loose when we were together in that conference car and whenever we could. But I think the one guy too, um, I don't know if you know his name is Sam Alfano from the, he got drafted by Peterborough in the second Mm -hmm. round. No, he was, he was good. He was good. Like he, um, I think he had to see for Southern tier or Southern tier. I don't know. I I don't know the team specifically, but me and him connected really good because I think, he kind of he was kind of the same guy as me, just trying to trying to be as vocal as he could and trying to be a leader even online. And I think we connected really good just with the little calls that we had. And no, he was just a really good guy in general. But obviously, every single person in that camp that I talked to, especially on those specific teams that I had, were just amazing, and they were so welcoming along with the coaches. And it was just good. It was good for sure. So take us back. How did you get the phone call that? That's how you found out that you're getting invited to virtual camp. Yeah, yeah. From, from Hockey Canada, because uh, that'd be no, pretty cool. I got it from uh, Dale, Dale DeGray. Oh, that's cool. So, what was that like? The emotions after getting the invite like that? Because that's got to be pretty special, eh? Oh, it was special. It was special for sure, and especially hearing and kind of learning about it throughout the year. Obviously, from uh, Landon McCallum and everything, and just hearing the experience he had from it it's obviously obviously something in the back of your head just the development camp that they had and when when Dale made the call it was just I it kind of came out of nowhere for me because I didn't even know they were going to have a camp or anything because of this virus but no he called and he kind of he kind of said he said uh the good news and I think the the big part that got it for me was that um Cedric Quindon and Maddenstein got the invites as well that was yeah, the first cool. round and the third round pick as well and I think for that, it was just like it was good to represent the attack like that. Even though we we haven't even played a game yet, or we haven't even gone to camp yet, we're just rookies, right? But I think representing the attack like that was real, really special for me. And then obviously getting the news and sharing it with family and friends is really special for sure. And it was, it was, yeah, the phone call was amazing for sure. With Gavin Bryant here on the Owen Sixty Podcast, you just mentioned um, how important it was for you to connect with. Uh, the rest of the draft class that's signed and committed to the Owen Sound attack. And I remember my first year with the Ice Dogs, uh, there was a select line that just out of the gate was unbelievable until one of them uh, ended up getting injured in his hometown. But uh, uh, that line included Matt Phillip, who finished his OHL career in Owen Sound, uh, Daniel Singer, and uh, Oliver Castleman, who went on to have a good year or a good career, sorry, with, uh, with the Niagara Ice Dogs. So, from that standpoint, creating the chemistry and whether you guys will play together, whether you guys won't, that's not up to me. I don't get paid enough to make decisions <laughs> like that. But uh, um, in terms Ball of media, that, yeah, right. <laughs> um, in, in terms of that standpoint, how much did you um, really enjoy that uh, those players were there? And, you know, whether the amount of conversations you've had with them before this season will get going, and obviously you will have conversations with them. But uh, to get that chemistry between rookies, how much do you feel like that'll be important to the future of the Owen Sound attack? Uh, yeah, I think it's it's really important for sure because I think um, obviously going into the draft, you kind of 
have in the back of your head, like, okay, who's you gotta, you gotta get to know who the other guys are, like who the other rookies are, no matter if you hate them or don't know them or whatever, you just got to get to know them. And I think it was, it was really quick for um, me, for me uh, to uh, get a hold of them or just try and get to know them somehow. And I think it really clicked quick with um, Cedric Gwindon, Madden and for sure. And Cedric Okutundu as well. Like there's an example right there. I think me and him went toe to toe about three times this year. Cause he played in the Alliance and mm-hmm. now, we're best friends. We're just snapping all the time. Right. But yeah. no, I think it's, I think it's really important for sure. Cause I think there's a bunch of guys that got drafted this year. That's high skill for the attack. And I think could wear an attack Jersey one day. And I think just getting that relationship would, is really important as well. And it, I think I, I think I told you guys me, um, Gwendo and Steen, I've already been playing music together. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah that's pretty yeah, cool. So that was, that was, yeah, that was cool. Cause I didn't know like, Crick, I thought it was, one of the only hockey players in the world that played guitar like no one no one else no one else really went down that path but no Gwendolyn played and Steen played and I think getting that even better relationship with something as little as music is just important and I think just rookies rookies coming together like that like you said Reese is just going to be a good foundation for the attack in years to come for sure and I think getting getting your name out there and just getting to know more is really important for sure. Yeah, team bonding, definitely huge in team sports. And before we let you go, uh, just, I guess, give yourself a chance to brag a little bit about how well you're doing, but uh, a playoff pool that you've got going uh, with the uh, with the attack players. You are the one and only yes, person to take the Montreal Canadiens over the Pittsburgh Penguins. So That's give everyone risky. a little update on, uh, on a little bit of <laughs> bragging rights that you have right now. Well, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know why I had that feeling for Montreal. It was just um, price. Was price. Yeah, and their top, their top three played unreal. Yeah. Their top unreal. three played unreal in the D. I mean, yeah, and obviously, like, yeah, like they were good. And obviously, like Pittsburgh's like tough as it is, right? Yeah, like I was thinking, two cups. Game five, I was thinking when they had that last push. When uh, Pittsburgh yep. had that last push, I was thinking it's kind of like Tom Brady. You can't bet against him with Sidney Crosby, right? Like oh, when I they know, get that right? momentum, like, it's like, uh oh, just hold Malkin, on. Like, yeah, then you throw Malkin out there. It's like, uh oh. Like look at all the names on that team, but no, yeah, like the pool, the pool that Owen Sound's doing is cool. Like, and it's just, it's just another example of the team just coming together and how, how good of a um, good group of guys it is. Yeah, you got a good bond there. Welcome, yeah, welcoming us in and doing this pool, and it's, it's good too. Like, and I've. I've been lucky enough that I got a couple couple qualifying series my way, which was good. But no, I definitely I was definitely caught a shock when no one uh, picked Montreal because you can't like I know you can't count out Crosby and Malkin, but you got Carey Price and Matt like yeah yeah he, yeah he's what, solid. When you compare him to Matt Murray, it's almost night and day, right? So even yeah. though Tristan Jari played, yeah, it's two. It's like there, there's good group of goalies there like not murray's not, murray's good as well like he mm-hmm. won those cups for pittsburgh but it's set up for seattle it's set up for seattle like flurry it's exact <laughs> yeah. same situation like in my eyes though price is still the best goalie in the world and that's i think that's why i picked them for sure it was goaltending for me so, they're obviously good up front too like they got some good players yeah so who do you like got suzuki. suzuki was good yeah who do you, who do you got Win the cup? Yeah, we'll get to that now. We'll get to the NHL yeah. playoff talk now. Who do you got win the cup? Flyers. 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 After yesterday? Yeah, they called me by shock yesterday, I'm going to be honest. But um, they uh, – I didn't know that Voracek didn't play in the qualifying series. 
Yeah, no, they. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, they didn't have a call. Someone else missing too. They just had the round sorry, robin, the right? Not the qual. No, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, the three round robin game. Yeah, yeah I knew what yeah. you meant. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like what yeah, Brad Marsh says. It's just exhibition. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. a shot. Oh yeah, what a shot! Eh? Marsh. <laughs> no, but who are they missing? I think they're missing Voracek and. That's a Joel question. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> he's a fil- he's a Flyers fan. Drew in. I think he. he I think was... he got in one or two. Yeah, he got in one. Yeah. For sure, one. But still, though, I think, yeah. I don't know. I just had a funny feeling yeah. with Philly. I was either going to go Philly or the Hurricanes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, got, I, Bo- I got Boston, but after Rask opting out to go home, that's don't tough. Black can do the job? I Hard think he say. can. Well, he did before. Remember in Montreal when they made that run? Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, he was good. That was with, uh, And plus, honestly, this Boston was team. Yeah, yeah, with Camilleri. Yep. Cause yeah. Oh, yeah. This Boston team is probably better. Than that Montreal team was right because these guys, yep. this Boston team, a pastor next in the lineup. That's another big one. But a pastor, he didn't play today. Saturday today, as Tuesday this goes out. <laughs> as I just keep saying yesterday, blonde moments. Say eh? everyone has them. I have a lot, but blonde moments. Um. Yeah, I mean Carter Hart's got a rebound, right? Yeah, he'll be he back will. in the net for sure. Yeah, they're not going to go with oh, Elliot. Yeah, they'll give him the chance. Eh? Yeah, Elliot's a backup. Eh? No, I think he'll go back. But no, like I um. More like he looks like he's still playing the NHL. <laughs> he's fifty. He's hey, that's crazy. Oh he's red. See him out there, pl- like, frisbee and spike ball. <laughs> and then at BMO, like I think if you got a guy that's going to work out with your team and almost outlift half your, team. he probably does. Yeah, and he outskate half your team yep. sometimes. Like I think, I think you're set there. Like, and I, I love it. Like I love Brandon Moore. He's He's the fine already, like he, the fine. Where, where'd they go last year? Oh yeah. <laughs> then was, then game like two. Then I game like two. That, he was yeah. looking for it again. Yep. <laughs> what did he say? I forget what he said, but I saw in the chat or yeah, the chat. I saw something on there about some donation or something. These twenty five thousand he had to pay. Yeah. 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 Twenty five thousand. Yeah. So you've got Philadelphia going all the way, but. Who do you have them beating in the Stanley Cup final? Colorado. That's who I got. That's who I got. <laughs> yeah, I have they Colorado, are, Boston. They're looking good, eh? Oh, Ranton and McKinnon. Yeah. I mean, Nemastikov just running. Yeah, Kadri, dude. I love see, that. Hey, did you see that? I tweeted that in the qual in the first game. I tweeted that about when he scored with a point, like point tenth of a second left. I tweeted the Bo Horvat thing, the London Knight yeah. alumni there. <laughs> Something going on in Bo Horvat too. What a machine. Oh yeah. Wow. That Such goal, a leader, that right? Scored. That goal yeah. scored all. Such a leader. That's like what's he got? Four four goals in two games? Yeah. Three goals in two games? Yeah, because he got Cause the he got OT two. winner. He got two in game one too. So he's got four. Yeah. He's yeah. got four and two. Wow. That's wow. That's a statement coming in. That's wow. the captain like, you wear the C. That's well, awesome. Was, when did he play in the He was 13. When was his years in the OHL? 13, like 13, yeah. 12. 12. So I was like, how old was I? Like 10, 11 years old or 12 years old. He was, Yeah. you kind of you kind of know some players when you're watching him. I knew he was like, oh, him I and Domi? Knew. Well, I think everyone in knew 20, he was going somewhere. In 2012, the, the London Knights' healthy scratches in Shawinigan was Andreas Athanasiu. Max Domi was on the team. Bo Horvat yep. was on the team. And I believe Josh Anderson was on the team. Those four. You no, know else was on the team, and he's a sleeper, Austin Watson. Yes. Yep. Hey, he was my favorite player that year. Him and the Rupert sat line was awesome. Good. Yeah. He's good. That line was incredible. So, yep. kind no, of. Because I, I remember that. Yep. 
So kind of speaking as a fan standpoint, so far through the qualifier, who was who's been the best OHL player? So like Liam Foodie, Nick Robertson, Tidal Andrea, Ooh. Thomas Harley. Who do you think the best OHLer is? Mine's Foodie by far. Liam Foodie. Oh, like playing like playing in the OHL that played this year? Yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't seen yeah, you know, Foodie looked good. Oh, he, he looked fine. unreal, eh? He looked normal. He looked all normal. Five games, I knew he was going to get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he got one in game five. But have you, have you guys seen McMichael play? No, he was scratched. He was scratched. I know okay. Washington's hoping to get him into a game here. But, I mean, yep. down to Columbus like that now, I don't know if you will. Oh, yeah. And then um, or the Islanders. Who else we have? Blonde yeah, we had Harley in there. Yeah, Delandria. Is he Del- playing? Pretty sure. I think he got yeah. into one of their... Uh, um, well, round robin games. Yeah, round robin. That's yeah. good stuff. That's the qualifier. And then, um, Regula was on there. For, yeah, uh, for Chicago. He never got yeah. in. He never got in. He I was. I thought he would. I thought he'd Big get boy. in there in one of those games against Edmonton with uh, Boquist. So I think that'd be cool to see Boquist Regula. I know that's why they made the trade, Chicago. Oh, yeah. Playing yeah. with uh, Boquist. I thought that was pretty so cool, just, too. Yeah, so who are we missing? Is that is that it? Foodie, well, I mean, Robertson. They're... Robertson oh, didn't yeah, look Robertson. bad, eh? What do you think of that? He was flying out there. He was just flying. He was just—he just looked hungry. It was good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Liam Food. I, I, I had a rough feeling though that when uh, Johnson came back, he was—he uh, mm. was the odd one out. Yeah, I just thought that was weird. The guy hasn't played since February, and then you throw him into a game <laughs> yeah. five. That's I mean, true, five yeah. minutes—five minutes feels like twenty. Oh yeah, because like, there's no way, there's no way they're bringing Clifford out. There's no way they're bringing Fez out. Mm-hmm. And as a player, isn't that hard? Like, wouldn't that be hard? Like, if you sit out since February and then all of a sudden it's August and you got to go in and play a game five? Like, you might be, you might be hungry to get in, but, but it's you got to oh, feel that though, no? Oh, it's tough. Oh yeah, yeah, you're definitely yeah. feeling like, that. It's like it's like getting off hockey in April, spending your summer skating and working out, but really getting a real game. In yeah, the October. games. Like, yeah, the games are totally different. Bit. Yeah, the right? games are yeah. totally different. Yeah. Yeah, well, and of course, there's the one snub, Phil Tomasino. Yeah, that's not bizarre. On Nashville. Yeah, that's bizarre. And look where Nashville he is. Uh, See ya. He didn't get in the call? He got invited to the camp, but they didn't yeah. bring him into the bubble. Oh. Yeah. Which is surprising. You guys think they should have? Yeah, oh, for oh, sure. For, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. He's a, yeah. He would have played fourth line minutes for sure. Yeah, but he could but... play that second line. When you look at Liam Foodie and Nick Robertson going into Toronto, even Delandria into Dallas, yeah, those guys played prime minutes. I mean, Liam Foodie's a, Liam Foodie was probably Columbus's best player in that game five. Yep, and, and even in the even Lying. in the five overtime game, yeah, he's like Dylan Larkin. He's a leader. I mean, the <laughs> game. I gotta compare him to Larkin. Oh my god, he is. He's <laughs> fast. He's smart. Skilled. I mean, that goal on Anderson in game five was a snipe. I don't care what people say. Snipe. You right, can't. He saw it. Yeah, he, he saw it for sure. It. He saw it. Yeah, oh, he yeah. saw that for sure. He, can't, he had all the time because the defenseman stayed in the slot. He didn't oh, do okay. anything. He just stopped. What defenseman yeah. was that? Hall or Marantian? Oh, one no, of the other. Or Cece. You know Hall made the change. Hall made the change. Yeah, that's a bad change. Up. That's a bad change. Yeah. That's yeah, tough. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what Marantian should have done there. I, I think he should have went at the guy because Cece was coming out. Just go enough. after him and dive. Like take Cece that pass away to get that Felino. Get Felino's yeah. mm-hmm. Man, he's a worker too. Nick yeah. Felino works hard. Oh, Him yeah. and Boone Jenner, they like work hard. Those guys are battlers. Like yeah, it's like his dad in '93, Game Five against the Red Wings. Hey, hey, <laughs> wow. Is this a 
Is this your last time? What was wrong? (laughs) He's chucked his gloves off. You know what? That golf game. That golf game next Saturday. I'm a. I might drop the gloves. I might go out there with a wing. Drop your golf glove. (laughs) Hey, yesterday I was on fire. I was on fire yesterday. I mean, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. I get the extra. We get the extra couple days to practice too. Where are we? Where are we going? Yeah, where are we going for this? We going Ingersoll? Give me the home field. For any for any other player, we've said this already that wants to join the Owen sixty tour, challenge us, message us. Let's go, sandbagger invitational. (laughs) That's what we're called. We got to make the graphic. We got to make the graphic. Have the mask on the backswing. That's funny. Have you guys seen those videos on uh, YouTube, the Spitting Chicklets, when they played? uh, Yeah. And Crosby, and then Stapleton, and uh, Hayes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was quite the. Yeah, like a drag. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up real quick here. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys a question real quick. Okay. Okay. Do you guys try? Do you guys look up the spit and chicklets? Do you guys try and base without swearing? Obviously, do you guys mm, not really model model your podcast off them. No, uh, we're light. We're easy going. I feel like we're easy going close to them. Yeah, I but think I that's. Yeah, I don't know because we didn't play right. So we, we can't yep. really go out. We don't go out and torch guys. They don't either. But we don't really yeah. go out. And, we're not going to torch a guy, right? Like, I mean, they're playing the O. Like, that's pretty sick. But, yeah. I can't believe Biz saw your story. Yeah. Yeah, you that's that? cool. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, yeah I think cool. so. Yeah, he, uh, what was that? Oh, the five overtimes. Uh, that's another thing. Yeah. Can you uh, can you handle the five overtimes? That's Me playing? Yeah. Oof. The mustard packages, eh? That's the new thing. Have you done that? <laughs> no. It's yeah, cr- like I don't know. Like Jones is nuts. That was amazing. It, and he was fine. He said he was yeah, fine. He said after he's fine. Oh yeah, that got me. <laughs> I think <laughs> the closest I've come, I played a double OT game in second year novice. That was like I think. <laughs> and when you're a kid, you can do it. Yeah, when you're a kid, you can do it. Oh yeah, it was it was international silver stick finals. Yeah, oh, that's good. Cool. Yeah, that's so pretty ner- cool. nervous too. So nervous. Yeah, right? like you don't want to make a mistake. Oh yeah. What was the result? We won it. Hey, nice. we won an OT, double OT. Yeah. Wow. There's one play. I think like so. There we played. Um, uh, Canada, I think some Ottawa team, mm. and um, Jorian Donovan was on that team. Oh wow. Which is funny, yeah, because he went to Hamilton. Well, yeah, Hamilton. Yeah. You talk yeah, to him ever? He, no, like I don't know. I, I think I've tried talking to him and trying to like see if he remembers it. I don't think he does. He might dodge it. <laughs> you're not. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? This year, this year, if like if you're in an offensive zone face off and he lines up beside you, go up beside him. Novice silver stick, double overtime, bud. Give him a tap on the shins. Give him a tap on the he shins. He was good though. He was good though. Like he was, he was one of their studs back then. But no, like I think he was. I think there was a play. He was coming down the wing, and this was in double OT, like right a couple minutes before Stand we started. Up. And he was coming down, and our goalie came out to the hash marks to challenge him. Been there and done and that he before. It. He had to flick it over him. He had to do a little flick over him, and it was over. And he, like, fired it over the net, I think. I don't think it was Donald. I got a star- but- oh, I got- man. Oh, you know what? I actually oh. got a story about that from a silver stick, too, when I was in that. Oh, my, God. It was a Friday night game with a silver stick. We were in overtime. And my buddy gets a puck. Because defenseman goalies are always close, right? So my buddy yeah. gets the puck up top, buries it buries it he turns around i'm already at the blue line i was at the slot 
before he even got the puck. I knew he was scoring. <laughs> you imagine if that shot gets blocked. You see the goalie at the slot. You're just rushing back. <laughs> Good thing well, he scored. Like, oh, yeah. That was like Matthews' game four goal, though, for me. Yeah, that was yeah. a bad call. When Tavares, when Tavares oh. got the ball. <laughs> <laughs> when Tavares got the puck, I was out of my seat. Yeah. Well, I they knew, left him untouched. I saw four Columbus Blue Jackets, and I saw four Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> One wide open. I knew I knew 34 was missing. Yeah, well, they, they didn't even notice him. How do you not notice so, a top scorer on the ice? Like, And he that pass came across, and I had no doubt in my mind. Yeah, he should have went live on Instagram that night. I was so I was so emotional. <laughs> I didn't even know what to do. But you know what? Though, I didn't know what to do game, with my hands, Will Ferrell. Oh my god. Like after that game though, I thought, okay, there's no way we're winning game five. Like at least we're winning game five. But Yeah. Tough one. Yep. Tough, tough one. Luck. I mean someday. Tough. <laughs> someday. <Yeah. laughs> Maybe. No, but it, yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah. Probably not. <laughs> no, but yeah, who do so who do you guys have winning? Boston, Colorado. I like Calgary because I'm a big Matthew Tuchuk fan. I mean, yeah. I'm going to get chirped on Twitter for saying this right now. Matthew Tuchuk was my favorite London Knight all time. And he only played one year. Just because I love the way he plays. He plays the way you dream of playing. I love playing that way. Rat. He was good. Yeah. Oh, he was good. Do you uh, think his brother plays exactly like him? Oh, yeah. Brady's, get, Brady's almost better, to be honest. Cause oh, Bra- good. I think he's got more skill. Yeah, yeah, I think Brady's more skilled, but I think Matthew's more intense. I think Matthew's the guy. I think Brady has that. They never take it easy, but I think Brady's the type of guy that's more laid back. They're still in your yeah. face, but where Matthew's constantly he's on you. When you see Cassian, God, right? all over you. Like, And he just, it's so funny how he picks his moments, too, right? Really. Yeah. Like that hit on Cassian last year. <laughs> he went flying. Went flying yeah. like, then after the game. He didn't see Kachuk that whole shift. Yeah, then after the game, he goes, oh, it's a playoff-type atmosphere or something like that. It was like no December playoff <laughs> atmosphere. It's a totally oh, big – it's a totally though. difference, though. Eh? Every Edmonton-Calgary game, I think, is a playoff atmosphere. Yeah. The best Edmonton-Calgary moment this year is when Darnell Nurse pointed at the goalie, the Calgary goalie, <laughs> to go fight us, man. He points at him, go fight him. Oh, yeah. Nurse never had nobody. <laughs> Everyone else is throwing him, and the goal – Mike Smith's out to the – like – yeah, Mike Sniss out to center and Riddick's in the net. And then all you see is Nurse pointing at Riddick. Get him. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> like you get those games, though. Like, I think. And they're fun. They're fun. It's oh, like yeah. baseball. Like, baseball needs that, too. Oh, yeah. Like, Battle Alberta, you know you're getting a good game. Yeah, Toronto, for sure. Toronto, Detroit, Toronto, Montreal, to Toronto, Ottawa, you know you're getting yep. a good game. Detroit, Colorado. Yep. It, it used to be. But yeah, I, that's I changed a lot, eh? More, but. Yeah, but oh my. Different God. It's more like, Chicago, though, honestly. I still get yeah, up for yeah. a Chicago game. When Detroit's playing Chicago, I get up for that more than when yeah. they're playing the Leafs. And if honestly, they played their playoffs. Like, oh, they went in the playoffs. Oh. Yeah. That 13 series hurt when Detroit yeah, that was, was, yeah. that was rough. Off Jonathan yeah. Erickson turnover. He's gone, though, this year. Yeah. I, I'm going to get yeah, in trouble for that old, one. Oh, that was Seabrook's goal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. off the skate of Cronwall. Howard actually oh. played really good that series. The playoff. Boland. Wasn't that – Boland crushed someone right out, right before that goal, didn't he? Yeah, I can't remember who that was. Was it Franzen, was it? I don't know was because because that had happened. The puck went to Erickson, and it just, like, hit yeah. his stick and then right to Seabrook. And <laughs> That's then, what happened yeah. there, right? That's what happened. And Seabrook. Yeah. It, went yeah. off, it went off a stick, though, when Seabrook scored, though, didn't he? Yeah, it went yeah. off uh, Cronwall's skate. 
Cronwall. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's a tank. Yeah, I miss those days. Yeah, Cronwalling, and then they made it illegal. Yeah, we win that series if he doesn't get suspended. We Cronwalling. against Tampa Bay. If the he first Cronwald, oh, I love that. The Danny Heatley videos are awesome too. Oh yeah. Uh, all well, right, yeah, but no, like those those rivalries, like and then Boston Montreal, I think too. But yeah, 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 that's true. In the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, Gavin. Well, uh, we really appreciate you coming like on, chatting NH- NHL. Uh, I like that we got to talk to NHL. I like that we got to talk to yeah, NHL yeah. playoffs because you're a fan. I mean, we've been talking oh. a lot about the playoffs. Let's just yep. sit back, talk about the playoffs. Hopefully, yeah, the yeah it's good. People it's like weird. It. Like, it was happy though. I was happy with like basketball and everything, baseball, and it was good. Yeah, cool. well, yeah. I've been watching yep. baseball like three times a day. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, Bobachette, Bobachette, <laughs> five for five. That was incredible. Great. Yeah. Go Tigers. All right, guys. All right. Thanks a lot for this, Gavin. Thanks a ton for having me on again. No problem. That was Gavin Bryant of the Owen Sound Attack here on the Owen 60 podcast. A very good and long chat about the uh, U-17s, about, uh, you know, what he's doing now that there's a uh, date in place for an OHL season. And, uh, his playoff prediction with the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, he's a beauty. He's a, uh, Gavin's the biggest beauty in the league. But I just got, for all you fans, August 22nd. Saturday, August 22nd. We will be live. or the Ingersoll Golf Course? Semi-live, maybe, on our uh, Instagram at the Owen 60 Podcast. We'll, we'll have something on there. We're still deciding what whether it's pre-round interviews or if we'll, uh, if we'll go live for our first drives of the day or the which Owens, might be a little ugly but you know the Owen 60 sandbagger invitational yep. you heard it here first Gavin it. Bryant named it yep the Owen 60 sandbagger invitational August 22nd Saturday he needs a caddy so if you want to come and watch you can caddy for him I mean, he it's also be a needs fun someone round. to drive the cart because <laughs> I got it. I got it. I, I, yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> we can do it. We'll, we'll, we'll take turns. Yeah, yeah. Other okay. We'll have the phone. I'm down. Uh, all right. So yeah, that was uh, Gavin Bryant. Thanks to him uh, for joining us. Uh, huge fan of the show. And uh, I'm sure we'll have him on again uh, as soon as maybe not during the season, but maybe approaching the season, uh, have another chat. Maybe once he gets to Owen sound and, yeah, well, he's like our third. Yeah, he's like our fourth not. guy. Yep. he's like our fourth guy. Fourth. I mean, Joel. Oh, okay, okay. Our writer, and then yeah, I, was, I, I thought mean, you, I thought you meant fourth best guest. I was like, what? But no, no, anyways. I don't do that. We all got a good guest. Yeah, but I mean, um, he's a great kid. I mean, we'd love to have him on every time, every week if we could. I mean, yeah, that'd be nice. Every time we talk, and we got something new to talk about. Yeah. And I mean, it's nice. You, there's no script or nothing. It's just a conversation. I mean, that's a big thing with us. Most of our interviews aren't scripted. We're just talking. Pretty much. We're just conversations. I mean, yep. it's a good time. Yeah, we have a lot of fun here on the Owen 60 podcast, as you just heard uh, with Gavin Bryant. But uh, after the break, we're going to quickly wrap up the show. But there was one trade that happened. The Niagara Ice Dogs and Erie Otters hooking up on a deal. We'll tell you about that and uh, our thoughts on Niagara's fifth goaltender coming into camp. That's next here on the Owen 60 Podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 Pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL.
Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast with Colin Ward. I'm Reese Dumaney and the one trade that happened this past week between the Niagara Ice Dogs and the Erie Otters kind of caught me off guard to be honest. Well, when we saw it was a goaltender, we're kind of like, you already got four what? going to camp. Yeah. And so, they probably keep three at that time, but now you got. Yeah, they'll keep three. They'll keep out three of five. for sure. Yeah, they'll keep three. Um, they acquire overage goaltender Daniel Murphy in exchange for Windsor's third round pick in 2024 and a conditional sixth round pick in games 2021. Played, eh? Probably for games played. Yeah. It's definitely games played. Yep. Um, I mean, it's pretty exciting for me because, I mean, Murphy's a Waterford guy. That's pretty cool. It's like 20 minutes from where I yeah. live, which is pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, last year for Erie, he had a goals against of 3.41 and a save percentage of eight of .891, Murphy. So, I mean, it wasn't perfect. but Yeah, and it wasn't by far a great Erie Otters team. No. I mean, Drysdale in front of you is always nice. But, yeah. I mean... Nice to get the opportunity in Niagara too, right? They had some goalies coming up here yep. as well, so they had plans. I mean, now he goes to Niagara, and I mean, they got a lot of goalies too. And the other big thing is with the Tucker Tynan status, right? Yeah, and I know. The, I don't know. I don't like mentioning stuff because we just mentioned a Gavin Bryant. We don't. We're not insiders. We don't break rumors, but there's kind of a feeling that he stay home, like not stay home, but like play does he play Chicago for a team? Steel? Yeah, or play for a team that's close to yeah. home in the OHL. That's another thing, which is kind of surprised me. I don't because after the incident, I don't know. I don't like to talk about stuff like that, but yeah, well, it's a he's legitimate goal. It's though. a, he's a great legitimate goalie. thought. Yeah, he's a great goalie. Yeah, he would have been probably the third. He still might be the third top goalie picked in the draft this year, the NHL draft, if he stayed. Mm. Him, yeah. Brochu, Dawes. Who else am I thinking of? Lennox is there, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's that's a hard for goalies. That's hard. It's hard for goalies. Yeah. Especially like just the league, right? Because there's so many other different goalies. Yeah. Um, just uh, a couple thoughts here from uh, general manager Joey Burke on the acquisition of Murphy. He says, Dan is an elite goalie at our level, and he is a guy who has given us problems against Erie for years. He is a consistent yeah. game changer who gives his all night in and night out. He has a relentless work ethic off the ice as well. Dan is a guy who is well-respected by his peers and who wants to win, which is exactly what we plan to do this season. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a first-round pick, so you kind of have to, right? Yep. I mean, hopefully they do compete. Hopefully they do, because Niagara's a great market. It's a great atmosphere. Great people in that organization as well. I know everyone, there's rumors. I mean, yeah. guys hiding on Twitter that break rumors. <laughs> I mean, if you're not going to say who you are, don't say anything. Just be quiet. But I'm telling you right now, Niagara is a first-class organization. They're getting a battler to play a net for them now. I mean, great spot. Yep. And Niagara's got, like, from the guys we've met from Niagara, they work their butts off every shift. Yeah. Like, Jonah D. Simone. Works his butt off. Like, he goes in the gym every day, works hard. Jakey Birdie as well, two guys that we've had on. And then they get Pano, another good one. I'm excited to see Yeah, it's just, and it it was funny because this topic came up on uh, this week's edition of OHL Voices that do you count this season as missing the playoffs for the Ice Dogs? No, you don't. I don't count it. You didn't play. You canceled it. Yeah, exactly. canceled. They would have played. 
They would have played. There were still regular season games going on. They yep. would have played it out. So, no, I don't count it. I mean, they didn't in the NHL, right? I got into it on Twitter with the Sportsnet stats guy. About, really? <laughs> yeah. About the playoffs. <laughs> I go, you didn't make the playoffs, so it's a qualifier in brackets, which it is a qualifier. It is. So they counted Pittsburgh. Yeah, so. that does. That's, yeah. If they count Pittsburgh, Niagara doesn't count at all. Yep. It's not even close. It's totally different. Yep. Um, so the Ice Dogs, with this acquisition of Murphy, now have five goaltenders in camp. Yeah, they took a in the U eighteen course, draft. They take know. an Osborne pretty yeah. early, right? So yeah, and again, this is whether a trade happens or they let someone go or yeah, whatever I don't happens. Think they're done. I doubt but, they're done. Um, as of right now, the front runners or top five, I guess you could say, is Murphy, obviously, um, Josh Rosenzweig, uh, Tucker Tynan, Osborne, Andrew McLean. Ooh. Yeah. Over, I still think he's in the mix. Over Osborne? Yeah. He went second overall, though. So? Yeah, I guess. U18 draft's <laughs> totally different. Yeah. No, it's not even about the U18 draft. It's I know McLean didn't look he's good at all last year, yeah, but he's but been in the OHL. Say, when you're getting 40 shots on goal a yeah. game. Yeah, well, that's like true. you looked at him before, right? It, it would be like 50 if Mason Howard wasn't out there, but you know. Oh, man. <laughs> that that um, game And then Christian Sprawley is number five. Yeah, who honestly... Played a lot of big games last year for them when they shouldn't have had any business being in games. Yeah. That London game that we were at for the featured game, the Tuesday night makeup game. Yep. Sprawley had kept them in that game. Didn't then, McLean start that game? I thought Mc, no. that was wasn't that McLean's first well, game? No, that was the Hamilton game. Oh, yeah. Because okay. Sprawley yeah. and then the game against Ottawa where Niagara got ripped off you want yeah. to talk about getting ripped off by the refs <laughs> niagara got ripped right off in that game they uh and yeah like 23 seconds to go cam butler scored and it got called interference and it was no one was even close to the blue yeah against ottawa which would have been huge that meridian center would have blew up if the stugs would have won forced overtime like that against the top team in the chl at the time yep that would have been pretty cool see i like upsets <laughs> I like it. Then, best when you have guys on the show that you actually like that you know and you hope they do well. Yeah, you know what? Everyone puts in the effort, but I mean, you always pull for those guys too, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was the trade that happened this week between the Ice Dogs and Otters. Of course, full breakdown is on NiagaraIceDogs dot net. Yeah, if we you retweeted want to check out it that as article. well. We retweeted it yep. as well. So uh, yeah, that wraps up week thirty-two. Of the Owen 32. 60 podcast. Again, uh, thank you to random. Gavin Bryant for joining us. And, yeah, thanks, Gavin. Uh, we'll see him on the golf course. Well, I'm ready. I'm pre- <laughs> I'm going to, honestly, we're already looking at tee times already. Yep. Today's Tuesday. Came out yesterday. I, yesterday, you probably would have saw on our Instagram. We're practicing already. Oh, yeah, we are. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> we're ready to go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks for the listen. Again, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook. Uh of course, they all have the links to our website uh, and at the Owen 60 podcast is where you can find it. Yep. We are done. Play the wings goal horn. Pretty uh, much. That's an on for 32 weeks straight now. I got to think of yeah, something man. else maybe. Or no. Do I? Well, not 32 weeks. We've taken a couple weeks off. Yeah, but I'm talking the shows. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Oh, I got. Do I have to change it up? Nah, I don't think so. No, no, no. I don't think you have to change it to like 50 or 100. Not until the Wings win a draft lottery and make the playoffs. That's a long time. Well, they're not going to win a draft lottery. No, we got a better chance. They're going to make the playoffs the before they win yeah, the draft lottery. For sure. 
We don't. They don't win lotteries. Win cups. Yeah, exactly. We don't get luck. That's what I'm saying. Just get cups. We work hard. <laughs> <laughs> the fans play hard. All right. We'll chat Things next week. <laughs>